Hello again, welcome to Toy Division. This is episode seven. In this episode, we have a chat with my friend from the north of England. Yeah, it's a good one and it was really good to catch up with him. So shout out to him if he's listening. Some people are still not getting the concept that it's anonymous, but we're just gonna keep reiterating that. Anyway, we're gonna just dive straight into this one. Just to give a bit of context, we were talking about conspiracy theories. So anyway, enjoy this one and um, let's dive straight in. It's in the conversation that makes people go, fucking hell, it's ridiculous. You couldn't imagine that. All the while, they're actually like shoving these full on fucked up things under your nose and you're going, oh, look, another conspiracy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's that oh. hiding in plain sight, you know what I mean? So just to let you know, I am recording because I want to catch a bit of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> I've actually been looking into 5G before any of this started. So if anyone's listening to this and thinking, that presenter of that toy division thing, he's a fucking loon. He's anti-vax. He's, he's, five, <laughs> he's a 5G hater. But I don't know. It's all, I, I think the funniest ones is the David Icke. Like I've always thought David yeah, Icke's yeah. had some interesting perspectives. But um, I listened to a podcast with him on that London Real podcast. Yeah, yeah. And he was actually saying some stuff, and maybe I'm just going nuts. And I'm like, yes, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> You've become indoctrinated. Man. Yeah. You can see the fucking lizard skin peeling off. <laughs> yeah, before you know it, I'll be... Wow, fuck, who knows? So just to let you know, um, one thing I have noticed with this podcast is, because I've then been going back and editing it, yeah, yeah, I really have to. So if it feels like I'm not responding to what you're saying, <coughs> yeah, a normally re reciprocal relate uh, relationship sounds a bit fruity. A reciprocal yeah. conversation would be me going, "Yeah, okay, yeah," like acknowledging what you're saying. But then when I've listened back to the podcast, it's like me going, "Yep, yep, oh wow, yeah, yeah wow," yeah. and it's just fucking annoying so if i'm just nodding <laughs> i am listening i just don't want to be the annoying person because oh, i'm God. a bit slack with, with everyone's always telling me oh get on this podcast get on that. i'm like yeah yeah i will i will and i fucking never do hey, there's, there's, never so, do. there's so many but this is like game of thrones for me i was like didn't i just didn't listen to people going watch game of thrones i was like nah bollocks nah yeah, bollocks five series in and they were like you'll like it i was like nah i fucking hate it watched one episode that was it i was just binge watching it for fucking i did the same with podcasts yeah that that's kind of i've been scared to, to even dip my toe in that particular water because i'm the same I'm, I'm i'm i've got such an addictive personality in so many respects as as our <laughs> our friend history fucking you know you'll know for a while <laughs> so but, should, we, um, should we should we dive into some of these questions then have you had a chance yeah, to but, have a look at them they're pretty yeah. cheesy but what i'm enjoying is is that each episode i'm hearing people's stories about a similar subject and um yeah so okay so this is toy division episode seven um i've got my pal here from the uk he's going to answer some cheesy questions and we'll probably go on off, off on some tangents and talk some absolute shit so how are you mate yeah man i'm good i'm good um i woke up about 15 20 minutes ago so i don't know how uh how poppy my responses are going to be like but we'll uh we'll see when we hand on um there might be a scenario where a kid runs into the room in a minute and 
starts mouthing off, so you might hear some uh, some exciting language. But yeah, some I'm good. Expletives, because you've obviously been yeah, teaching yeah, yeah. your kids <laughs> loads of swear words. Yeah. Have you got like a bleep function on your editing? Uh, I've just been dinging stuff out with the Super Mario coin noise, the ding, so, <laughs> to make it easy. All right, so I did send you through those questions, and thanks very much for this. I know you said you're going to go and potentially do a wall this afternoon, so that sounds pretty, yeah, pretty fun. Straight after this, actually, yeah. All right, well, we'll, we'll keep it um, short, but sweet and spicy. Um, okay, yeah, so... Like your good self. Yes, exactly. And then people that don't know me, or people that do know me face-to-face are like, no, nah, that's not... That's not what he's like at all. I'm um, just sour. Um, <laughs> so how did you get your first ever can of spray paint? So I, I was thinking back to this when I was looking at the questions, and I guess it's kind of hard to, to pin down like your first ever can of paint. Um, I remember there was a point in time where I lived I lived in this kind of shit all estate in Halifax, and um, like I'd, I'd been seeing bits of graph around and stuff like that and nobody where I lived was about that really. It was just, you know, people were just about getting chased all the time, smashing fucking bus shower windows, smashing up phone boxes, just being a little bastard but without doing anything creative. It was more on a destructive side. Um, a lot of like shoplifting and stuff like that, you know, just like petty crime shit, but funny stuff, but you know, nothing. No one's getting hurt sort of stuff really. But, um, I, I, I always remember having road marker paint, you know, like fucking, you have to oh, yeah. use it upside down paint. I've, um, I've actually got some of, of that at the moment. Someone yeah. gave me like six large yeah. ones and I was like, fucking hell, these are amazing. Got to the wall. I was like, tsh, tsh, upside like down, yeah, you got to turn yeah, it upside yeah. down and put a pink dot on it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is still all right, but I'm, I'm beyond this. So yeah, I, I, that was that's probably like the first memories I have. Like you know, whenever, whenever you, you'd see like them doing like work on the roads, they'd always have cans of it lying around, and it'd just be like you just do a little little quick swift one of them, and then you just be writing stuff on the floor, just shite, you know, no, not, before really getting into tags and stuff, just just having fun with it and that, and just just kind of being a little arsehole. Um But like as far as like proper paint goes, I mean, you know. I, gone to like fucking Halfords and stuff like that and I'd like you know I was a bit I wasn't really on the sort of racking paint thing when I was a kid too much because I kind of thought like you're a bit too obvious being a scruffy looking kid walking around a fucking mechanics it's like you don't look like you're in there buying fucking car parts you know you can always get like one or two cans but I weren't in there like fucking style wars clearing racks of paint out because I mean I'm, I'm a skinny guy, skinny guy now I was a fucking I was a streak of piss when I was fucking 13, 14 years old. So it's not exactly like you can be subtle walking out with a fucking coat full of cans. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like that really, you know, getting getting like, you know, getting bits of money together and paying like fucking something stupid looking back like six or seven quid for a kind of fucking drippy, shitty, half transparent fucking metallic car paint and thinking it was fucking ace and doing like proper crap bit and tags around the back of fucking the youth centre and thinking I was mega cool and you know I was the only fucker doing it like yeah, proper that made, shite that, that made you fucking cool that's the thing yeah, like yeah, getting yeah. a can of paint out <laughs> can of paint can of paint a can of paint a can of paint someone in the episode which is going to come out soon was saying him and his mate went to like a hardware store 
this like some older kid like said, yeah, let's go and get some spray paint and went in. I won't ruin the story, but he was like, yeah. Then he said, you've got to buy something. So he, he was going to buy a wrench. And I was like, it's 11 <laughs> years old. Why is someone going to go, oh yeah, that looks that looks about right. Yeah, just come in to, to buy a large wrench and you're like 11. Yeah, it looks, sounds, sounds legit, doesn't it? It's sus as fuck, isn't it? And this is a thing like, you know, fucking Bronx tale about how they were in there with a fucking big coat, clearing out fucking Ikea bags of, of racks of paints. Like, yeah, yeah, pull the other one, man. Like, we know everyone's everyone's robbing paint when they get older. But when you're a kid, it's like finding something in a fucking uncle's garage or, you know, getting getting past half a kind of paint off of some older kid. But like I say, man, I, where, where I grew up, <clears throat> nobody was about it. I wasn't into skating at the time or anything like that. Like, I wasn't into fucking hip hop, like, you know, I was I was listening like the fuck the first thing I, I painted properly. This is fucking ridiculous. With more, the, I, I wish I had a photo of it still, but I, I had a whole fucking ordeal with my mum, and she fucking she like found my my first black book and fucking hit the roof. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fucking like ripped all the pages out, chopped all the bits up and that. And, and that had the flicks in it. Yeah, yeah. I'd like oh, all, no. all my all my like everything at the first panel, fucking everything like just oh, no. fucking gone. Mom. No, no, no. Like the first, the first thing I ever painted, like <clears throat> actually, like spent time fucking putting bits together to to, to paint it, and that was it's, it's kind of cringy but mega funny at the same time. So, like I said, I wasn't into hip hop. I was, I was, I was into like metal a lot. I was into like you know fucking like hardcore punk and metal when I was like you know 13, 14, 15, and started to get into into like you know, paint and writing on things. Um, but I didn't really have a proper tag. I was just writing different words and stuff like that. Um, and I fucking, I was proper, and I still am now really, I was really into System of a Down. And I had this fucking, I had this t-shirt and the t-shirt had like um, a, a painting of them all like riding on an elephant, a picture of them all riding on an elephant, um, like fucking surrounded by these little mushroom characters. Uh, and it kind of it kind of references one of the tunes um, called Sugar, uh, and the, the, these little mushroom characters are called the Kombucha Mushroom People. Um, the more you say it out loud, the kind of shitter it gets, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, I, but now everyone I, knows what kombucha is. Kombucha. Yeah, this is it. I didn't even at the time. I, I, I only until recently when I was hearing it back, I was like, oh, "Fuck me, it's saying kombucha," as in that fucking hippie <laughs> drink. I, I, I just thought it was some like weird word that they made up or whatever while I'm fucking like singing along to it in my bedroom, fucking angsty as fuck. And like, uh, there's like a, one of the characters was this little, like, well, they're all little mushroom guys like running around the bottom of this elephant. One of them had like this little weird sort of stance on and I was like, oh, I like the look of this little particular one. So I fucking painted it like eight foot tall or something, like stood on a fucking milk crate yes. and that, around the, around the back of the, the youth center in in, um, in in this this little estate where I grew up. And, um, yeah, it was because there was like a proper clear walk up to this youth centre from like 200 metres away. So you could see it from fucking miles and miles away. Uh, you couldn't see it from like the main road, but nobody approached the youth centre from the main road. Anyway, everybody had come at it from the back like by this reservoir. And like, it was just, it was one of those things where I'd, I'd always walk past this on the way to get the, the bus to school in the morning. So I'd see it every day on my way, my way to school. Everybody who ever went down to youth centre would see it every day to school, and it wasn't like I don't I don't know if I did that intention, but like I guess that's kind of like my first doing something to get noticed in a place where 
where like people traffic is going through sort of thing. Um, I, I wish it was still fucking there. Like the youth center is still there, but like they painted over loads because I, as time went on, I painted loads and loads of things around this youth center on the rooftop and stuff like that. And they ended up like just fucking emulsioning overloads of it. So I, you know, I kind of like I tapped my own spot out really. Um, but yeah, like looking looking back, I kind of think it's mad like to for that to be the first thing that I painted with any sort of real serious direction or enthusiasm, like a fucking eight foot tall system of a down character. Did you um, do that in the day or did you do it at night? I did it at about, it was it was like, it was like an after school thing, but it was on a night when the youth center wasn't open. So it would have been like, probably like five, six in the afternoon. Nice. It, it, would, have been, it would have been in broad daylight as well. <laughs> <laughs> but because, because it, it, like, in that place where I live, like, that was a proper alien thing. You know what I mean? Like, for for someone to be doing something like that, so nobody was gonna gonna come in and and give me any shit for it. It was like the sort of place where that wasn't seen as a crime. Do you know what I mean? Like, people <laughs> people thought people thought I was a fucking weirdo more than anything else. People didn't think that it was. It was a criminal thing. People just thought, like, well, it's a weird thing to be painting something, a big fucking giant mushroom on the side of a building. It was just more like people were interested in it, sort of. Thing. And, you know, like, kids that I, like, knocked around with come and, like, stood and watched and fucking smoked joints and, you know, whatever. Like, it, it, it was just a chill thing, really. And then after that, I did, like, a few more of them. Like, like I say, there was a reservoir kind of nearby and it had these, like, little weird, like, concrete walls around, around parts of the entrance because they, they, they were always trying to stop people on, like, you know, like motorbikes and like robbed scooters and stuff from getting on there and razzing around. So they, they had these like kind of like roadblock concrete blocks and I painted loads of little ones along there as well. But they, I, I've, I've been back recently and they've like faded off. Um, but yeah, it kind of, be, it, it became like a thing that I was known for doing around that area, like doing these weird mushroom things. And like, I'm glad I got out of it because, you know, it's it's like about, it's like one of those wanky sort of street art things. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you're the mushroom guy character or whatever. And like, I guess that embodies everything that I fucking despise about, you know, street art, you know, that gimmicky fucking stampy shite. But um, water, water, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, watered down and just like no substance to it. But to be yeah, honest- you know I mean, just, just there to please, there to please fucking some, uh, you know, Joe Public sort of character. But it does sound like you were, you know, being known in your area for doing it. And it was something which maybe wasn't really inspired necessarily by seeing. So in, in terms of then knowing to use spray paint, to actually paint something, had you seen someone else using spray paint? Or had you no, seen not, something on telly or a book? Not or? at all, man. Like, that, like I'd, I'd love to say, like, oh yeah, I fucking got a handed down a battered copy of fucking, you know, Subway art, or you know, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd, <laughs> you know, have some sort of fanciful tale about how I, I met one of the best writers of all time, but didn't realise it or whatever. But nah, honestly, man, like it was just pure like. I, I was just kind of working it out myself, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have any mates who were into it or anything like that. The first the first person that I met um, who who was a writer was, um, he, he literally just started writing um, as, a, as a skateboarder and I wasn't even into skating or anything like that much. Like I, 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 I did a bit of inline skating with, with some mates of mine, but I, was, I wasn't really that much into it at the time. Um, and then 
we I met him at a, a, a fucking a, a club <laughs> when you're like fucking 14, 15, you could get into these clubs in Halifax where they were like, you know, like rock clubs, metal clubs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that where you don't give a fuck how old you are as long as you're not fighting or getting too pissed that you've got to go to hospital sort of thing. And um, <laughs> The good old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keeping you off the streets, but making sure you're paying some money. You know, imagine seeing 14 or 15 year old. Imagine like, I don't know, being on a night out and be like, oh yeah, let's pop to this place. And you go there, there's 14 or 15 year old kids there. You just be like, I'd, I'd, this I'd is I'd do fucked. my fucking nut. I would do my nut. But you know what's mad, right? You look back at those those places and they were actually sound, but I, 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 I think back and I think, yeah, like, I definitely remember some of the lasses that we were going in there with, getting off with like older lads, like proper older lads and stuff like that. I think someone's about to get the fucking hard drive seized. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So oh. he, he drives a really nice Escort, Ford Escort. Yeah, yeah. And it's all souped up and he's like 26 and he's dating someone who's 15. Yeah. Like the school I went to, there was always like... Oh, the, the girls in our year and their boyfriend would come pick her up dude like 23 I never thought wow she, oh, she's cool and I'm like now I'm like yeah, no, yeah. That's, he's just a, he was a fucking that was paedophilia yeah yeah he's, he's a pedo he was diddling that girl yeah now yeah. always it was always like the, the, the fittest kind of slaggish girls at your school when you're always like the ones that you'd want to kind of get with and they were always like 10 years ahead of you 10 years ahead of you dude <laughs> you know what I mean like fucking hell man Not sure I wonder if they've looked back <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if they've. I wonder if they've looked back at it and been like, "Fuck, I was. I was being. I was being sexually abused by a, by an older boy." Or whether they were just. Still, whether they're still just like, "Yeah, I was shagging a twenty-six-year-old." That was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now they're thirty-six. They're like, "No, that was fucked up." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> telling anyway. the fourteen-year-old daughter on. Yeah, tell it. Yeah, exactly. So just just moving on because one of the last episodes there was a couple of comments where I made jokes about paedophilia and um, I'm hoping that people when they're listening to it are like yeah that toy division podcast the guy that I swear he's a nonce the guy that presents yeah. it. <laughs> no, you're more like a pedo hunter really at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah, just get him on the dark web and kill them all because um, that'll solve the issue, won't it? Um, so you said that you'd met someone who was a writer, but you were kind of like the mushroom dude. Yeah, Can yeah. you remember a specific, like, name or symbol or something else you noticed that someone else had done where you started to think, okay, that's, that, is that, is that, is that? Yeah, well, uh, there was there was a word that I'd, I'd been seeing everywhere in town. Um, like, it, it just kind of sprung up and then it was everywhere. And then I, even, well, I'd, I'd gone on a trip um with the youth centre, uh, weirdly enough, um, we, they like took us over to Manchester for a, for a day as well, and I saw it there as well, and I was just like, "How the fuck is this word getting everywhere?" I didn't realise that people were bopping around and doing doing things, you know, on that sort of level, on that sort of scale. And the way that he'd done the paint was mad. It was like a massive fucking tag, and you know, I'm like squirting out these little <laughs> like choppy little shitty fucking you know scribbles and I just couldn't get my head around it but the word was bum b-o-m-e bum um and it, like I say man it was everywhere it was so clean it had this really nice flow it wasn't like flaring weirdly or anything like that no drips no nothing I just thought who the fuck is this like it was like a robot you know what I mean like a like an absolute printing robot weirdo um turns out he's like my fucking best mate now like you know like We'd, oh, so you ended up been, meeting this guy? 
yeah, yeah, we've been we've been fucking best mates now for I mean you you know, I won't say his 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 name or his his tag on the thing, but you know, if you you know, you you know me, you know who my fucking graph partner is. Ah, um, okay. Like but yeah, so yeah, so it was so it was him. Like and I like I'd just seen it everywhere, 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 and I was just like fucking hell, I was obsessed with with it. And then I started noticing other things and people who were painting with him as well, and I started to kind of notice the like you know the the way people were doing letters and kind of get you know as you do kind of subtly chomping bits here and there and whatever else but um it was a it was at a fucking at a club night like a you know like a rock club sort of night and and like i was i i you know, had like a fucking a chalk pen that i'd fucking robbed from a pub um <coughs> that my brother were working at <coughs> it's, not, it's not corona. It's not corona, Matt. Don't worry. It's all we're all right. <laughs> it's all right. I'm on the other side of the world. I won't catch. Yeah, it. well, you, you you don't know about transmission five G and all that. <laughs> Actually, um, talking about the night of one night, we went and did some panels somewhere, and I remember we'd come out of the pub and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get in the car," and then I just saw you with like a fucking piece of chalk, one of those cubes, <laughs> on the back of a building, just going, doing this huge fucking tag. And I was like, what the fuck is he using? I was like, and then I saw it the next day, I was like, it's fucking chalk. <laughs> what a unit. <laughs> That'll have been from fucking, what's that pub called? Oh, that we used to fucking... Oh, mate, it's probably a fucking it. vegan cafe now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I can't believe... Really, uh, mate, I can't it seems like a lifetime ago. No, this is this is a thing. When I was looking at the questions that you were, you were asking me, I was thinking, mm. well, I've done too many fucking drugs for this, man. I can't, I can't, I can't remember it fucking hardly anything anymore. Like important shit, I need to remember, like family stuff, things I've said I was gonna do, fucking blah blah blah. I'm yeah. Shit. You asked me about fucking a very bizarre fucking encounter I had when I was fucking twelve. I, I kind of remember it like it was fucking yesterday or fucking lyrics to tunes and stuff like I remember fucking like photographically but I can't remember like proper important stuff that I need to remember like passwords for things and pin numbers and shit man fucking early onset fucking dementia I think well the thing is my missus takes the piss out of me I can't remember that we booked to like go to dinner one night I'll just totally forget but I'll be able to remember who did a panel on a train in the southeast outskirts of London in 1999 with four colours on it and that was next to a blah 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 and it's like well I guess it's because that's what's really important to me so yeah, it, doesn't, yeah, it is. doesn't make it any it's better but that's what's very you know that's yeah, why it's yeah, like yeah. drills into your mind yeah. <laughs> you're not having to remember some inane shite you're not really bothered about no, but I suppose I can't really say it's inane shite. So like, yeah, anyway. She's, yeah, yeah, you can't say that to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not fucking interested, whatever, to write it down. Going back to that, so with, with, um, with me, with me he's, he's, he sort of caught me putting up a tag and then he came over and he was like, oh, you, you, you know, do you write? And I didn't really, I didn't know the, the vernacular, do you know what I mean? I didn't know what it was uh. like, there was, I didn't realise there was this whole sort of code to how you say things or whatever else. I was just like, well, yeah, I'm like I'm writing on something sort of thing. Then he did a tag, and then we like chatted a bit, and then was like, "Oh, you know, do you, do you want to meet up?" And then he, he like he was like my first graph partner. We were like, it was one of those sort of like really really egging each other, egging each other on to do stuff. We were like, he like showed me where to buy proper paint in Leeds and stuff like that. And you know, like, going to skate shops and getting your first can of fucking Montana and and belting and stuff like that and just being like fuck me as if this is how good paint can be like i'm never touching car paint again like 
you know, actually being able to do what you wanted to do with it to some degree, like kind of blew my head off. And then having somebody who like wanted to go and do things with you in a kind of structured and ordered way and who kind of who kind of knew people within the scene and like knew how things worked, like fucking showed me style wars and stuff like that. You know, it was it was it was good man. It was a good relationship. I mean we had a we had a pretty like monumental fallout and you know we're we're not we're not exactly the, the best of mates nowadays either. But you know it was one of those sort of like perfect perfect like first graph relationships do you know what I mean like where you, you you're kind of young and innocent and don't give a fuck about anything you can just fucking Clueless. scratch scratch bus windows to fuck and you know like go anywhere always have always have pen and paint on you fucking parents didn't really give a fuck about where we were and stuff like it, it, we, we, at the time we both had single parents and they were just like they were doing their own thing so we could go and do whatever we wanted to do and getting into fucking drinking more and in meeting other writers and just kind of get you know getting embedded in the in the scene slowly that sort of thing but it, 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 it was perfect for that really like it was kind of making me be a little bit kind of like mournful about the reminiscence of it but it was uh yeah it was a good it was a good time it was a good time but yeah, um, I've, I've fallen I, the person I first started really painting with we had a we had a huge falling out a huge falling out and I don't think I've spoken to him for about 20 years. And, I think um, it's, I think, I think you hear that a lot, you know, <clears throat> like I've spoke, I've spoke to a few people who've had similar sort of relationship breakdowns and friendships that have kind of, kind of gone, gone by the wayside because of things like this. And I think there's, there's different reasons for it, but I think it's because like you inevitably going, you, you're, unless you were really good mates in the run up to it, you kind of like, you're going down a similar path but you've got your own mentality and you've got your own desires and you've got your own things you want to do. Like he, he stopped writing very soon after our like friendship broke down. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't think he's bothered to pick up a kind of pain since. And like, you know, he's doing his thing and I'm like, I'm happy for him. He's, he's doing whatever and I'm doing my thing. And you know, I, I, I'd like to say he's probably happy for me as well, but it's just one of them where if you weren't, if you weren't like mates going into it, you probably not going to be mates going out of it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of them. It, you know, we we were we were kind of like mutually beneficial for each other in that initial bedding in period, but we didn't really have enough in the tank to kind of maintain a friendship once that kind of started to break down. Yeah. So and, the, and that know, age is when you think you're <laughs> you're like 15, 16, 17, whatever. You think I'm a fucking adult. Yeah, I know yeah, what yeah, I'm doing, you. and you just haven't got a fucking Isn't clue. It, the only reason Isn't why it. I and, and if this, if the person I, this is a personal message to the person I started painting with. If he ever listens to this, please, you've got the flicks of my first panels. Please get in contact with me because I'd fucking love to see how shit they are. <laughs> <laughs> remember that night, like it's, I know this isn't me being interviewed, but I remember like the night, I remember the weather, I remember doing the panels. It was just like, oh, what a fucking yeah, monumental yeah, yeah, yeah. experience that first ever panel on one of the old slam doors well I must I, it felt like I was like two foot high and it was like 50 foot high probably wasn't yeah but, man you know see I like my you know my graph partner now like I say graph partner we haven't lived in the same fucking city for like 15 years or whatever but it's irrelevant um like he was on my first panel mission 
with 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 another mate of ours, and um, <clears throat> like it's kind of fucking ridiculous, but it's proper typical of him as well. Like, so three of us doing panels. Like I was quite quick. I'd finished. He was much quicker. He'd finished before I finished. I was like. I, I, I was just wrapping up and I was kind of getting my stuff together and just taking a step back, having a look at it, being pretty buzzing, looking at it, being like, fucking hell, as if, as if, as if we've just done this, you know. Look to the to the left and my other mate is there and he's, he's not even fucking finished his outline yet. He's out, it was like, like ha, people used to like rip Halifax style a little bit, like, because it's, it's all very much just like straight angular letters, interlocking, jagging, like, you know, there's, you, you know, you know, we you know we painted with that time in that that old bed factory. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like the per- he's like the perfect embodiment of um, of like Halifax styles. You know what I mean? Like he's got that sort of like interlocking jaggedy style, and it, it, people used to copy it because he was like fucking one of the OGs in Halifax. He'd been he'd been painting like 15, 20 years longer than anybody else. You know, he, he was a proper like godfather figure to everybody in, in in that in the sort of Yorkshire scene because he, he'd, he'd been there and, and done it for years and years and years and he's mega helpful as well like he, he it didn't matter if like he was one of the first people I, I went and painted a wall with um, as I got a bit older um, and like that's how I met loads of writers as well because it, it, it fucking it put a it, this is kind of embarrassing this really because it's like a very toy way of going about it and it's it's kind of like in a weird way it, i was like using the internet to link people before the internet was like properly a thing like it wasn't like an instagram thing or whatever but like he'd like painted this commission um in in halifax and in this like what what is kind of like a bit of a writer's bench um or was a writer's bench pub um called cookies in halifax it's like bar up cookies we used to have like hip-hop nights there and stuff like that but it was one of them where if you painted a wall in Halifax you'd probably end up going and sinking a few pints there before you ended up going home but there was always things painted there so as, as like as when I was like you know 14 15 or whatever I used to like walk through it and see if anything new had been painted and he like painted this fucking absolutely banging thing there with, with these mad characters as well which I, I discovered later it was a summer writer spy mad I thought, I thought he'd done that whole thing himself and he'd he'd Paint, it, it put at the top of it for commissions, please contact um, hotmail.com or whatever. And like me as a fucking kid, I was like, I'm gonna fucking email him. So I fucking emailed him like, oh hi, I've like I've, I've just started painting. Um, like you know, I'm I'm from Halifax. Like I don't really know anybody. Like it'd be really really nice to like meet you and fucking watch you paint sometime and kind of try and get a few tips and he was like oh just fucking straight up replied to me like oh nice one man well actually we're going to be painting this wall in in uh in Ellingworth called the scrapyard if you want to come down like meet us at this time bring some paint da, da, da. went there and it was like every every writer in Halifax that I'd been seeing tags around of was there painting and I'm just like this absolute toy at the end of the wall like fucking proper stinking up the joint you know what I mean but what a positive experience of, though that that yeah. could have that could have gone horribly the other way around they're like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah this, turn up with like bring 20 cans yeah yeah in it like bring like 50 yeah, quid as well and then you turn yeah, out and they're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. give me your fucking painting head yeah fully well this is the thing I think that that this, that kind of that would have put me off craft you know what I mean and been like oh fucking okay, like it's just a scene full of people like like I grew up with it's not like I, I I hated where I grew up because it was just like everyone was just getting into fucking smack and fucking fighting and 
dead end basically you know, dead end. yeah you know like like just it was just it was just horrible horrible place to fucking to be and it's like you know i'm like fairly well educated you know i'm not a fucking moron and i'm and as much as i'm I've, I've been in trouble and that i'm not i'm not a criminal in that respect you know what i mean like you know especially now i'm like a fucking family man or whatever but um to meet somebody who was who was so like happy to be like fucking here's the ropes i'll show you anything you want what do you want to know like yeah come out come and paint anytime with us and just basically helping me get from a to b without looking like too much of a spaz um you know it's that, that that's a it's a really really fucking really good thing to have in a in a in, in a in a mate and someone you look up to and you know like at the time he was like like a, a, a little graph idol to me or whatever now he's like you know it's one of my best mates you know i went to his wedding and shit you know we you know we, we're not in touch maybe as much as we as we should be nowadays but you know it's like anything once you get older you <clears throat> your priorities shift a little bit you're not sleeping on people's couches no more you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's all a bit different but yeah that's like like i say when i when i think back to it i think fucking hell, it's, it's proper embarrassing being this little like i want to meet up with you sort of thing but mate i did now, worse than that shit i did worse than that fucking but i mean like <laughs> n- now now it's mad how how freely everyone oh, just yeah. does that like this yeah. week I'm, I'm 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 gonna be linking up with somebody who all right i won't fucking disgrace his name by saying it on online yeah. but like with somebody who I consider to be a fucking big, big writer, do you know what I mean? And not like he's going around collecting fucking scalps or whatever, but mm. you know, he's he's somebody that I I've I've looked up to and respected in 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 graph for a long time, and not just because of what he does in graph, like he does a lot of like really serious document documentary documentation sort of work, and you know, like really really fucking important stuff. Um, and I've never met the guy before, and I'd seen that he painted like a thing round the corner from where I live with with this other lad who lives around here and I was like, what the fuck, what's he doing here? So I just fucking messaged him out of the blue like, yo, you painted that wall that's like round the corner from my house, are you, are you in town? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I've been here for a while, I'll be in, I'll be here for the foreseeable future, like, you know, should we meet up, do you want, do you want to paint something? I'm like, fucking hell, man. I'm like, as if it's that easy. And I realised, like, look, having this conversation with you and kind of thinking back, like, what I considered to be embarrassing as this is like what my what my embarrassing story of, of graph is like being a little gimpy you know keyboard fucking let's meet up now i'm doing that like it's like it's just a fucking done thing like I've, I've met i've met so many people over the past few years by just having like a an instagram friendship with them and yeah. never meeting them and then being like oh should we link up should we do this should we do whatever like 10, 15 years ago it had been like the most baitest thing ever to do that do you know the what new, i mean no, almost like the new normal since, yeah, I, yeah, since I've lived here, like, again, I think there's a big difference between just messaging someone when you don't really have a clue. You just see something and you're just like, hey, I want to, can you give me the um, the details of the, the yard that I've seen you paint? Yeah, Where's yeah, that yeah. spot? <laughs> or, oh, I see that you've done those panels. Can you tell me where and what time? Quite a bit different than being that kind of humble sort of, because you know, yeah. some people I mean, have seen that screenshots where it's like, Hey, I'm in your city. I want to do the metro. You take me? Yeah. Question mark. You're like, uh, I don't know about that. Well, I've I've had like I've, I've I've been to Italy a few times over the past few years with mainly with a family. And whenever I'm there, I'm always like, I mean, I can I can I can get something done when I'm here. You know, it's fucking. You know, I love it's, it. It's Italy. <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, it, like my missus. Well, when I went went to Naples a few years ago with my missus, her mum, and the kids, yeah. and um, like. I went out like three times when I was there on my own. Um, 
and it was just like I miss his mum's kind of like she rates it do you know what I mean like she's quite a right on sort of like liberal human being you know she's all about like things being right rather than things being necessarily legal it's more about like you know she she thinks that there's like she she don't think that it's, it's a big deal basically um and she's and kind I of backing saw, it really so. i saw the flicks of what you did and mate everyone's got to back that they were fucking bangers yeah. i was so yeah. hyped when you i was like oh did you go on your own it's like no i'm with missus and you know <laughs> mother-in-law and like the kids so i was just like fucking right on mate yes inspirational until you get nicked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you're like, yeah, but that didn't happen. So it's all right. It's yeah. fine. I mean, I got, I got fucking, I got, I got nicked in fucking in, in town, putting up a tag last year. Right. Hmm. And it was, it was one of the most, I mean, I was fucking steaming as well. It was proper stupid. It was one of them where I'd, I'd gone and done it like a daytime boards thing, hmm. met a few lads in that. And I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll stay out for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, well, I was supposed to be going home after this. I was like, driven into town and that. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll, I'll get my car tomorrow. I'll leave my car here. Yeah, fuck it. Uh-oh. And then like, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Like 10 pints Been there, been whatever. there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've and got like, paint on you or you've got something yeah, well, on I, you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I literally only had, I'd gone back to my car and put everything in the car. And apart from one tin, I was like, oh, well, I'll, I'll have this for walking to, to, the, to the bus to go home later on sort of thing. And then inevitably that was my downfall. Like I got, I got fucking legged up by a copper as well. It was proper bad. You know when you think, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna outrun this copper here. Nah. But like proper, proper pissed. You know what I mean? Running Probably like, running like a fucking. Younger than you, mate. Yeah, in it, man. It, it was, <laughs> it, I won't mind, but it was actually a proper burly woman as well. Like that's like just, just to kind of, just to give you the icing on the cake. Like it, like I basically did, did the tag turned around fucking just blurry seeing a cop car like just there just right next to me and i was like fuck these two lads that i was with they were just like started walking away i like tried to run past the cop car fucking as i got past the cop car they obviously opened the door i got as i got around the corner i must have just been running like a fucking pissed octopus or something <laughs> and like next thing legs fucking got took out from under me oh and then shit they, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they were they were, they, 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 they battered me, but they, they they definitely weren't like being uh, being gentle with me. Um, did they give like, you any stick? Going, what the fuck are you doing? You're too old they, for this they, shit. Or did I they would just, just like... I would just <laughs> I was just trying to like not say anything really. I was just like I thought I'm not going to open my mouth here because I know what I'm like when I'm pissed anyway. But I'll just fall, I'll just bite my tongue and I'll just wait wait this out and see how it goes because it might just be like they might just say fucking right. Fucking on the spot, fine, or this or that or whatever. Yeah. Then this other, then a, then a, then literally, at, uh, like a minute after I'd been fucking gripped, a fucking van turned up with about ten big fucking knobhead cops in it, just giving me loads of shit. Um, and I was like, and he's, you know, I had this one cop going, "What's your name?" And I was going, "No comment. I'm not saying anything." And then he's going, "Did it?" And then, and then he said, "Will you fucking speak when I speak to you?" And I was like. Oh dear. Hang on, you just told me to shut up a minute ago. What? What is it? Fucking speak or whatever. Did you, you just fucking swear at me? I was like, oh no, no, I'm not, not getting in. I was like, look, not saying a word, not saying another word here. And then when I when I got to the fucking station, they were like <laughs> asking me what my job is and that and blah, blah blah. They were like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Why are you in here tonight? This <laughs> but I was just like, don't, like, I don't, I don't need it. And then obviously, you know, you know the type of job that I used to do, like. 
They were going, oh, can you, can you give me any advice on this? And they sat there for fucking best, best part of an hour at the fucking desk having to give this guy advice on how to fucking save money on this and that or whatever. It was just, it was a bizarre experience. I was dreaming about, I had a dream the other night that I was in jail for doing panels. As you do, you know, lovely dreams Yeah, always, have. man. I always, I always have them dreams, man. Always. And I'm, that I'm sitting there running therapy sessions in the jail. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on a sec, that's probably what would end up happening. I've heard of people that have yeah. gone to jail and have ended up running like art groups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or funny. done like murals in the jail. It's like, hang yeah. on a fucking sec. That, that, just, that just reminds me, because I've been, um, without too much information, I've been indulging a little bit and I'm like, nah, they just let me go, I'm too old now. They're probably yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, you silly old cunt? <laughs> I think it's one of them things, isn't it? Like, I, I, after it happened, I like, I went, I, I was totally annoyed, like absolutely paranoid out of my fucking head. Because, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I've been doing panels in this country and I was like, well, <clears throat> I'm not about to get my fucking door kicked in over tag on a shutter in town or whatever and I was like or am I and as soon as that fucking seed of doubts in there I'm like right and I realised that I've been so sloppy with keeping my house clean I've got photos everywhere tags everywhere outlines everywhere fucking everything seems to have a scribble on it I'm like oh my god so I ain't going around bagging everything up and being totally fucking annoyed about it and being like you know literally anytime I saw a cop in town after that anywhere around where that tag was I was like they're going around collecting other tags they could you know they're building a case on me or whatever and you realize that they don't they don't give a little fucking think about it in this country they've got fuck, police are so underfunded why on earth are they gonna waste any time on a on a tag in town from a lad who basically just was pissed and did a tag in town they're not they're not gonna crack the case you know what I mean it's not it's not about that it's because you know we when we were when we were out doing stuff, mate, it was like, you know, there were a lot of high profile cases of people getting sent down, you know, think about like, yeah. can, you know, get, people getting handed big sentences, you know, when, when, when I got gripped, you know, you know, I, you know, thankfully I didn't go down, but I got, I got, you know, I definitely didn't get a fucking lenient sentence. And it's because, you know, it's panels, man, panels, especially then, I mean, now it seems like anyone can do anything and they're not getting gripped. But like panels back then, it's like, it was like a military operation gripping you, you know, they, they had like reams and reams of evidence, they were joint task forces with street police rather than just BTs. Fucking it was ridiculous. Like, just what ridiculous. What the fuck, you know, it, 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 you think about it now and it's like, it's a different world, like, I swear people are going out and doing stuff now and it's almost like BTP doesn't even exist on a, on a graph task force anymore. <laughs> I hate that I was born in the wrong era mentality, but like, <laughs> if I'd have been born 10 years before that, or if it had been, you know what I mean, 10 years after. Yeah, yeah. It'd, been, it'd just been in a, a totally different world, well, but... Do you know what jumped you know, out to me so much? I had a mate who I painted with a few times, not like I would call a pal. And he did a, his first panel like two years ago, right? Yeah. Now, I haven't done one for fucking eight. And his first panel got a flick taken of it running. And yeah. then got a UK <laughs> front line. <laughs> and it had like 30,000 views and he's like getting loads of fame from it. He's like, yeah, you know, I might go and do my second panel soon. It's got a lot of, um, I was like, mate, I did panels where fucking no one saw it ever. I got like a <laughs> shitty fucking disposable camera flick from like an angle. We'll try and take it from multiple angles so that it wouldn't be just a flash <laughs> or never yeah, got yeah. a flick ever. And I'm like, why the fuck was I doing it for? But anyway, I guess, I guess, man, you've got to look at it from, 
it's all about perspective like yeah. you know that that's going to go to that kid's head and it's kind of false idolization do you know what i mean mm. like it how can i put it without sounding like i'm being too much of a fucking preachy old fart is like what you did means a lot more to you in that respect because you've done loads of, of things that nobody saw. They're like your own little personal treasure. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't want people to be seeing my first panels that much. Actually, my first panel actually wasn't bad. I, I'm not going to make out it was bad as shit. It was actually quite nice. Um, but like, you know, that, that kind of like little clandestine sort of secret society thing where only the people who you wanted to see it were going to see it and yeah. you didn't want too many people to see it because you didn't want to get your fucking door kicked in and <laughs> like that's that's a it's like a forgotten world now do you know what i mean like keeping things clean and not grassing on yourself was like the code of ethics do you know what i mean now it's like people almost want to get gripped for the for the for the level of fame that, that it'll bring do you know what i mean it's like People are happy. People, people post absolutely fucking anything. Mate, it blows. It fucking because blows it, me away. I just think, what it, the fuck are these people doing? Yeah, it, it's almost like they think cops don't exist. And it's like, yeah, right, okay, BTP aren't really doing anything now, but they've got long memories, man. You know, they're not. They're not going to fucking. If it, and, and and you know what? Whether they've got whether they've got flicks of it or not got flicks of it or whatever, there's plenty of evidence just sat on people's fucking phones and laptops and whatever else and you know it, it might not happen this this year next year whatever but if they suddenly want to go, go back and go oh yeah you know all those things that you did well guess what you're about to get your fucking your ass handed to you because now we've got a bit of funding you know but don't get me wrong i sound like i'm, I'm wistful for the days when we could you know, when we were getting our doors kicked in it's not about that it's more like i'd rather i'd rather people just had a little bit of um a little bit of sense about them really do you know what i mean and not, oh, do, the, and not guess, do the cops' job for them. That's yeah, what yeah, always exactly, gets me. It. I'm like, you're just doing the police's job for them. They've just yeah, got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, oh, my account's private on Instagram. You fucking... Yeah, sound. You think that all your followers are actually real followers. Like, you know, this, you, you, you could have, have, you know, loads of little interlopers in there that are just waiting for you to fucking, oh. you know, post the wrong post. God, yeah, we sound one, old, man. don't we? Check us out. Oh, I remember the days when you'd go yeah, on MSN Messenger and you'd you'd <laughs> you'd get your panel flicks developed and then you'd burn them with a flamethrower because <laughs> no one ever to see them. No, but I, I have but, to um, say, I think you know one of the things I've really noticed is, is that you know that like you've just said that whole thing where it wasn't for everyone to know every single thing about it yeah, i used to get yeah. so buzzing where i'd hear like i'd talk to you or talk to some of our other fellow friends that we used to hang out with and i'd find out that someone had done a panel at like so and so spot never saw a fucking flip but i just knew it had happened yeah yeah, yeah. and i'd just be like i was fucking buzzing for them i'd be like yes or like go and do <laughs> something and you never even see the flick of the other person's whatever no. or you don't even finish but you're like I lived, I think we had a conversation once, I was saying, I think we lived probably more through graphing like 10 years than most other people live in a lifetime. And people that listen yeah, to this will think, well, that's fucking bullshit. But I'm like, trust me, when you've crouched in enough bloody bushes and watched yeah, enough yeah. cleaners, then yeah, that's living, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel like I've- Or is it? <laughs> probably not, I'm fucking sad. It's a kind of, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's like, I definitely felt, more alive in those in those you know 
45 minute hour long fucking moments of action than I, than I do in you know most months of my life now or whatever in some respects but I also know I've wild away more hours sat fucking crouched in in the fucking rain or in the cold in the dark for something to then not happen drive or three hours then just for something to, it's for too something busy to and drive home yeah so. yeah yeah do you know what I mean but I don't know it's You've got, to, you've got to be um, philosophical about it, I guess, haven't you? It's like, it's not always about the prize, is it? It's about, a lot of it's about the fucking, the journey getting there or whatever else. Even if it is a journey in a battered old Corsa for fucking three hours there, three hours back and, you know, no air conditioning and fucking cassette player don't work or whatever. And impale your testicles on a three spike. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I'm, thankfully, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty good on three spikes. Well, um, yeah. the lad I'm going to paint. You're the quite tall. Paint you're quite tall, well, so yeah, you can just, just you can just step over them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The lad I'm, I'm I'm off to paint with now actually like we we um we've got into like a because it's because it's locked down you know you can't really be out doing too yeah. much but we've been going on like little little bike rides and stuff like that and just oh, kind of trying to find find some little abandons and stuff like that and whatever else and we went on this this uh, this ride of a week and. We'd gone this proper long way around and realised we couldn't fucking get where we needed to be without jumping over this fucking free, free pronger. And I said, listen, man, we're going to have to do it. There was like a big concrete block. So it was like, step on there, step over, da, da, da. So I was like, look, I'll hop over first. Pass me the bikes over. Bikes are over, sound. You know, you're getting bikes over as well. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, and then he, he goes to get over, tried to do it really fucking carefully or whatever. Just got his fucking foot stuck in between them and decked it the full way from the top of the free spike, hit the deck, bang on the floor. And he was just like, it's one of them where I looked at his face and he was just like, fuck. And I thought, fuck me, man. Like, it was such a slam, such an absolutely brutal slam. He didn't stab himself though, Jesus. I've seen some horrendous injuries from those three spikes. I reckon if I hadn't been there, he probably cried. Uh, yeah, because you're there it, yeah. and you're a bloke. You're not allowed to show. Yeah, yeah. I was coming I mean? out of a spot, great spot, and um, I was the first person over the fence, and I like, got over, and it was one of those. It wasn't like a spike, three spike. It was kind of like an old British Rail type fence, but it had some spikes on the top. And I got on the top and jumped, but obviously misjudged it, and my feet like went into the spikes, uh. and I just kind of ticked like this. Just Not, yeah, landed yeah, yeah. on my hands, so I like <laughs> thought I jumped, just landed on my hands, and they were, I thought I'd broken both my hands. And I was driving, and we're getting out of the getting light. There's just been like ten done or something. I'm with some like big name writers who I was trying to impress. I'm like, get to the wheel, and I can hardly fucking out. drive. Anyway, driving home with claws. Oh god, yeah. Anyway, I can always tell you about that story another time because it gets even spicier. But anyway, so I know that you've got this this painting planned, and I'm fucking envious. Um, so I suppose we kind of covered it a little bit, but what keeps you interested in painting now? Mm, it's a funny one, really. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, like the way my the way I paint now is quite different to what it was when I was like, you know painting panels and stuff like that in the UK or whatever like I'm not I wouldn't say I I wouldn't say I'm like it sounds like a proper like cliched thing to say I don't, I'm not really like other people's right you know graph now I think I've, I've painted something that's quite quite on its own and, and unique it sounds like it's such a cuntish thing to say that <laughs> um 
you, you get my point though. Like I, I don't like, I, I, I don't really see a lot of people painting like I paint. Do you know what I mean? I think I've got a, quite a different, quite a different approach to, to to painting now, and I guess that's that's kind of what spurs me on really now. Just trying to just trying to do something different. Like I still I still want to be a, a bomber, and I still want to you know, do tags everywhere and I still want to do, I still want to go out and do fucking panels here, but obviously I've got different priorities now and, and you know, things change. I think I just, I just, it's like an itch in it. You, you, you've got to keep scratching the itches. I know I've had, I've had a, I had a big hiatus from, from painting when I had my case and, you know, and sort of nearly went down for it. Like it, stuff like that puts you off. Um, and that, that did put me off for a while. And I just had no interest in graph. I didn't want to look at graph. I didn't want to talk about graph. I didn't want anything to fucking do with it. Just because it it wasn't, it hadn't brought me a lot of joy at that point. It was more like, a, a, it was more like a compulsion. I had a lot of fun doing it, but it wasn't like, it wasn't joyful. It was more like stressful. I found graph, graph very, very stressful. And <clears throat> I felt like every time I did something, it was more like, it was more like proving a point rather than, for the enjoyment of it sort of thing. <clears throat> now, I, I don't know, I feel like now I've got a lot more pride in what I do and I've got a lot, I take a lot more pleasure from it. Um, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't really draw that much, you know, I, 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 I kind of try to just turn up and kind of try and make things happen now and I kind of, I get a lot of, a lot of enjoyment from that. I get a lot of like, I take a lot of a pride from that because I think, you know, I see people like sit and do these fucking ridiculous, you know, 200 color pieces that looks just like the last 200 color piece that they did and the one before that and whatever else and i see that in in this city i see it all over the fucking country all over the world or whatever i just think how can you be bothered how can you be bothered to do the same fucking thing over and over and over again it's like i could train a chimp to do it you know what i mean i could fucking cut out a, i could cut out a series of potato prints and go blah, 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 and do your piece for you it's just it's it's too systematic and and it just it's like painting by numbers i just think it's, it's fucking boring so i guess the that's a very long-winded answer to to say like i just what keeps me interested in graph is like is is kind of reinventing things like kind of keeping pushing myself to do something different and keeping pushing myself to to kind of do something that i haven't done before personally and i guess i haven't really seen done before like I, don't get me wrong i'm not trying to act like i'm some sort of fucking pioneer to like a painting a weird style of, of piece because you know i do see stuff like like i paint you know more and more and there's a new there's a new right around here that's like basically painting like i paint you know what i mean like and and and, and i I wouldn't say I've called him out on it, but I kind of subtly dropped it in and he was like, oh mate, don't, I'm fucking, I'm proper paranoid that everything I paint is like yours. And it's like, I did have this thing initially where I was like, fucking kids biting me, man, what the fuck? And then I was talking to, to, to my mate and he was like, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, think how many people you bit off when you were coming up, like, you know, and it, it's really, I, and I, I needed to- that's quite don't you think, as well? The, yeah, the and you know what, I, 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 needed, I needed to hear that, I needed to hear it that way, because I was, had, I had that old mentality where I was like, fucking hell, man, like, you can't have anything, like, fucking, that's like, that, and it's like, you know what, I'm not the first person to paint something, like, in negative space, I'm not the first person to not put an outline on something, do you know what I'm saying, like, it, it's been done before, whether I like it or not, I've, I've subtly and subconsciously chomped bits off people as well, so, I, I guess, I guess now it kind of flips where I'm, I'm happy to be, for me, like, doing my own thing and whatever else, but I'm actually kind of 
getting to the point where I'm happy to be influencing somebody and happy to be kind of passing on an alternative way of approaching something. And I guess now in a way that's kind of keeping me going, being like, well, if somebody's vibing off what I do so much so that they would want to be lifting it and doing it for themselves, then, you know, I, I need to take stock of that, not, not treat it as an infringement of my, you know, intellectual property or whatever. Look at it more like, do you know what? That's a positive thing. Like, there's so much in graph where people are like selfish about things and 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 judging. You know, I'm I'm judgmental as a you know as anybody. You know, I'll slag every fucker off because I, I think most people's graphs fucking awful. But at the same time, like everyone's too busy trying to shit on each other and and like slam. The, you know the the scene or slam you know their own city or their own writers or whatever and I'm guilty as, as anything but like I think if you can try and positively influence people to maybe not just go down that same fucking tired worn out path that every fucker goes down then yeah maybe that's maybe that's a positive thing as well I mean I find I find this is why graphs graph is something I still find fascinating just when you think you've got to the point where you're like yeah I know enough, I've learned enough. You come across like a fucking, a scene that you've never heard of. When I was in Germany, met some guys from Dusseldorf. I've never even yeah, thought yeah, about yeah. Dusseldorf. And they were talking about the Metro scene in Dusseldorf and about all the iconic photos of like a certain thing in the background and there's a certain layup and da, 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 da. and I was just like, fuck, it's like never ending. And that's the thing with yeah, graphics. Yeah. You've got the Instagram world, you've got the internet world. And then you've got all these stories. And this is why I've been so keen to do this as much as possible. It's kind of turned into a lot of people from England. Well, not that many, but it will be. A lot of people from England, people from Australia. There's people like across the world who can tell their own individual story. And that's what I find yeah, so man. interesting because it's like, I just can't get enough of it, really. I'm just greedy for yeah. more graph. I think that's it, man. It's, it, it's, it's a, everyone's, I think everyone's got their own stories. And a lot of those stories are going to have, you know, quite quite obvious overlying similarities but it's like i think for you it's, i know i don't know what your obsessions are like you know what i mean like it's, it's good for you because it's i guess it validates your own thoughts and feelings on it and, and kind of puts into perspective like you know why you got into it like i i i think a lot more nowadays i'm more bothered about the person behind the graph than i am yeah. the graph in a lot of respects like i paint with people that i don't really like the graph that much because i like the person more i like chatting to them i like hearing what they've got to say rather than what they've you know seeing what they've got to paint and i think that that's that's something you don't necessarily get with the internet and you don't get with that sort of you know, publish everything internet generation, you get a very specific view of what somebody wants you to see. You're not getting their true personality. I think that's one of the things that the internet's never ever going to be able to to overcome is that the the human encounter and the actual person behind the can or whatever is is far more interesting than the fucking thing that they're painting. Yeah. Or you you you've seen someone's pieces, you think, fuck, that is sick. Meet them, you're just like twat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within, within 10 seconds, you're like, bell end, complete bell end. Never meet, oh. never meet your heroes, innit? It's a bit, again, what you've been talking about, where it's like almost like doing stuff which isn't the norm has been kind of a recurring theme for people's reason why they're finding it interesting. You know, some people have said art's oh, pushing it and they like seeing other people push it, but it seems to be a thing because when you've been painting for that long, if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, oh, 
I agree with you. I don't know how people can do it. I just think no, no, no. It must be so boring. But anyway, that's their fucking cross to bear. So yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. talking about the the young the young bucks, the young dudes doing benzos and loads of fucking loads of coke and doing fucking three second back jumps. Um, <laughs> probably not. I don't know. Maybe that's just my idea of young writers now. Like, you, old, you old cunt. You've got no idea. That's what you did in your fucking teens, you dickhead. Yeah, I'm gonna say. <laughs> you sound, sounds like you're uh, sounds like you're transferring there a bit, mate. <laughs> you're acting like I'm in my sixties. Like, no, you're not that old. So, what <laughs> advice would you give those those young bucks, that young <coughs> person who's maybe thinking, ah, oh, I might paint a mushroom on something? Or what, what advice would you give them? So it's a bit of a funny question because I mean, part of me wants to say don't listen to anybody's advice, do your own fucking thing. But at the same time, it's not like I did that. You know, I, I got plenty of advice from from older heads who just kind of like channeled me a little bit. I think you know, just <laughs> it's a funny one, isn't it? I I feel like I, I've been saying this this week to uh, to another one of my mates. It's like. You know, people who people who come up really quick and, and paint everywhere really fast and get get up really really quick just doing the same thing. It's like just spend a bit more time drawing. You know what I mean? Work a bit harder on your tag. Like, you know, it's not like you get a tag and then that's your tag. Like, like, you know, I do I, I, when I do tags, I've got about fucking twenty different ways of doing it because every everything I don't know. There should be an organic feel to it. It should be like how I am at the moment. How how it how how this particular wall looks how, how i can squeeze it in there not just like that's my tag and that's where it goes do you know what i mean like i think i think there's, there's far too much of that like everybody just wants to be like another another name on the wall do you know what i mean like be a bit fucking different man like stand out it's i'm much i'm, I'm always noticing the things that look odd somewhere yeah, yeah. rather than the things where it's like if you see a, a doorway battered with 20 tags i'm always looking at the weird loopy fucking wibbly one because that's yeah. the one that draws your attention. Like, I don't know, why would you not want to be that? Why would you, if you want it to get noticed, then get fucking noticed. There's two ways of doing it. Obviously you can get noticed by being everywhere with the same fucking thing, or you can be not everywhere, but you know, fairly, fairly about with something that's more your own and a bit more organic. I think that's, that's what I'd like to see a lot more. I'd like to see more interesting graph, like. Someone like Rain Man. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like dopest, like different sort of writing, like of, and it just stands out so much. It's like one of the first people, like when you when you were a kid, like that that you've seen, you know, in in mags and stuff, and like on you know, like fucking like early graph websites and stuff, who was doing something that was against the grain of of, of a lot of what you were seeing in London, you know, like doing something that was kind of like naive, but really really well done and i think you know it, it's definitely any, anybody who who's into sort of like you know that sort of everyone calls it euro style or naive style or ignorant style or toy style or whatever you want to call it like a lot of people who who have kind of gone on to do that after doing very traditional graph yeah i, I would say have, have easily been influenced by him you know it's it, you'd struggle to not be um and I think that's it, that's it. Like that that advice is, is is it kind of kind of works with that, you know. Like take influence where you want to take it. You know, what's the what's the fucking is it Dali that um, or is it Picasso? I can't remember. I'm totally butchering this quote now, but it's like, you know, um, bad artists copy, good artists steal. You know, like I think that's the, you know it's quite a good adage, really. If you are gonna 
look at somebody's way of doing something and you want to fucking you you know you want to kind of push yourself down a certain direction fucking do it you know don't don't fucking think that someone's going to turn around and say to you oh you're biting it's like well yeah i fucking love what that guy does i want to do stuff more like that but at the same time make it your own do you know what i mean i think if you fucking sit and you copy outlines out of fucking graph mag and go and do them on a track side like you know i admittedly have done as a fucking kid to some <laughs> to some degree you know obviously not full outlines but certainly bits like is it a bad thing well yeah in some respects but at the same time like you're seeing something somewhere and you're getting influenced by it and that's got a that's got a domino effect that leads to somewhere down the line like surely that's a positive thing you know if you're just going to copy somebody's word and the way they write it and whatever else and yeah that's obviously shite but you know don't be afraid to take influence where it's where it's fucking staring you in the face this and this is what i've been finding very interesting we're only on episode six or maybe seven i'm losing track but um there seems to have been a and i think most of the people i've been interviewing aren't like young bucks so they're not so it's people that have been painting for quite a long time that seems to be quite a common thing which is like try, just try and do something different like if you could go back 15 years i always thought you know the northern uk style was always a little bit different and i was always yeah. impressed that it seemed that little different and i've you know i've Think that could be a whole other conversation about where that northern style influence comes from but someone like carl uh, yeah, yeah yeah and like i, I was lo looking at the thrappage best of and there's like the interview with carl and i was looking at it and i was just like mate it's so fresh and just so different and that's like 20 plus years ago and I mean, there, now, was, there was a there was a thing in, in um, on the internet recently it's like a video of, I'll, I'll i'll send it you actually if i can find it but it's like a video of um of Hume in Manchester. And Hume used to be fucking absolutely bronxed, like absolutely battered. There used to be like Hume, Hume flats, which got knocked down and it was just like racks and racks and racks of flats with loads of shutters on the bottom of them and that. And it was, they were all just, it was like a, it was like a massive moving hall of fame. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was a video of like loads and loads of like kind of, you know, jaggedy eighties, nineties looking pieces. And then just these banging Carl pieces in the middle of it all. It just looked like, and I, I commented on it. I was like, fucking hell, like, Carl's pieces look like they were fucking sent back in time from 2030 or something. And it and it's it's true, man. It is 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 easily one of my favourite writers, if not my, my favourite like piece writer, panel writer, you fucking name it. Um, tags, everything. Because he just he just has one of those really flowy, organic styles. You you know, yes, he, he does pieces that are similar, don't get me wrong, but he had, he had so many different styles of pieces. And up north so many of my favorite writers obviously got influenced by him completely and you know it, it wasn't like it wasn't a wall writer it wasn't a panel writer it wasn't a tag writer it was just an all-round writer and you know like knowing what he goes and does now it's mad you know you if, if if i if i told somebody back then all right in this period of time in whatever this is what he's going to be doing instead of painting people would have fucking burned me as a witch you know what i mean but like it's just mad. It's mad the different routes that your life takes you down, I guess. Like, but yeah, without a doubt, like, Northern style has, you know, there's, don't get me wrong, there's people up here who do a, who are, you know, paint like they, they live in fucking Brixton or something, you know what I mean? If you, I, have, there's, there's, I have noticed all, that there's almost been like a rebellion against, I always called it like that Northern funk. Like the yeah, yeah. abstracty kind of like colors and like loads of stuff, and then it was like a bunch of people were like, No, nah, I'm gonna do like jagged crack and shine yeah. style, and I like that. 
I think I think there's there's probably different reasons for that. There's people who who, who are confused by it or just don't like it or. I think maybe it's like a saturation as well, do you know what I mean? There's only so much weirds you can fit into a fucking box before it starts to spill out a bit. Yeah. And and I think, you know, there's probably a lot of people who are just like, oh, I'm sick of this shit, I can't read. I'd rather everybody can read my graph when they're going past it on a bus or a train or whatever. And, you know, that that, that is what it is. And like you say, it's good to have different layers to the, to the thing, isn't it? If, if everyone's doing the same thing... Exactly. Who, who, who fucking cares, do you know what I mean? Goes in cycles. So... That's some good answers to some pretty cheesy questions, but <laughs> this is this is the bit that always makes me um, smile a little bit because again, no one sees the video; uh, they hear the audio. So it's like, have you got anybody you want to shout out? And it doesn't have to be a specific person; it can be a crew, it could be someone that you just like, kids, whatever. It's like, you, or pe most people just go, everyone I've ever painted with ever. And like covered all the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty uh, catch-all answer, really, isn't it? Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, just, just my mates, you know what I mean? Like, everybody that I've met through Graph has, 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 I've, has always sort of brought something to the table. And, um, you know, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, there's plenty of dickheads in Graph, but, you know, everyone, I, everybody that I stay in touch with and everybody that I paint with on a semi-regular basis yeah i think they're, they're the people that i give a fuck about everybody else you know i are nice to i'm glad you're listening how are you but i'm not really that fucking bothered <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go again that's i think i might even be getting to the point where i'll just say to people look that last one about shout outs because i think people are worried so i, I mean i wouldn't <laughs> give a f i wouldn't really care that i'm gonna miss someone out but people are like oh you'll have someone go why didn't you so one person said he's like doing panels or something and people are like, why didn't you put me up? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing a fucking panel, mate. I didn't want to get nicked. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of every single person to put up. But anyway, so, okay, <laughs> mate, I'm just going to stop recording. So thanks so much for your time. Just one sec. No worries, man. I'm just going to stop recording. Hang on. So that's episode seven done. Big up to the person who was interviewed. I'm going to keep these outros pretty short. Some interesting stories about the northern scene and the state of UK graffiti in years gone by. If you can subscribe, leave us a review. There's going to be a competition soon to win some graffiti stuff. So get your five star essay length reviews in. And you never know, you might win something special. Anyway, tell your friends about this. Have a good day. And um, this time next week, there'll be another one. Peace out.